Hello and welcome to Men in Progress, the podcast of the United Methodist Men of Treach and part of the Life Plus God podcast series from Treach Memorial United Methodist Church in Flower Mound, Texas. My name's Dave Casey. I'm a longtime member of Treach and uh, one of many men here just trying to live out our faith and grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, in the business world, there's a lot of talk these days about work-life balance, uh, particularly since uh, COVID, and especially among the younger generations that work hard, but they don't want their entire lives consumed with long hours uh, in the office or even just at work. For Christians, I think this quest for balance can be even a little trickier, because ideally, in addition to juggling work and home, we're also trying to keep God front and center. Uh, That challenge is what we're discussing on this episode of Men in Progress. How do I juggle my commitments to God, family, and work? To help me answer that question, I'm joined by three of my brothers from Treach, Dave Parsons, Mark Check, and Dart West. Guys, welcome to Men in Progress. Thank you very much. Hey, look at that. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. Good to see you all. So right out of the gate, I'm going to ask the first question is, uh, do you struggle with this this, situation? kind of a triangle of, uh, of challenges, commitments to God, family, and work. And Dave Parsons, I'll start with you. Oh, man. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, usually, I mean, it, it probably comes, sadly, you know, God last. Yeah. Because, yeah. you, you know, as a teacher, I'm working during school, and then I'm working after school, and um, the, the kids need attention, and wife needs attention, and... Yeah. You know, you're tired at the end of the day, so yep. that's just... Trying to get uh, a little compartmentalized, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's... Uh, and knowing, you know, you're a secondary school teacher, mm-hmm. so I, I know that uh, it's not like you're teaching three hours a week. It's, uh, oh, no. it's a major league deal. <laughs> that's a major league deal. So, Mark, how about you? So, you're, you're an entrepreneur. That's a little different uh, when it comes to work. So Yeah, I, I, I do struggle with it. I found... Uh, I'm getting better at it. I um, I find you have to say no more often, and you have to make more space for what's mm-hmm. important. But, um, yeah, I got a routine. I try to keep with it and stick with it. And when I find I find when I'm drifting from it, I, I, I'm like, this is bad, yeah. and I can feel it. You can sense it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, Dart, you're a little different situation, so I'll ask you to think about, because you as I are semi-retired, but certainly not, you know, immobile. But uh, I know when you worked, and I worked with you on some stuff over the years, uh, uh, you had quite a schedule to keep. Yes, you ask if uh, I struggled, and struggle, I think, indicates that you're trying to get better. I think I gave up trying to get a balance in my life. Uh, (laughs) But with, like you said, uh, in the retired world, you have a little more space to try to do that. I've been thinking about this week, and I think the the walk to Emmaus, the priorities talk, I thought was really valuable. When you when you look at the week and you come up with 168 hours, and you think, well, where do they all go? It, and yeah, it really is yeah. trying to figure out what's important and yeah. and acting accordingly. And that's that's when I do it right. Uh, and I'm not claiming that I do it right all the time. Sure, sure. Well, and I think the. Um you know, I think most of us uh, in our hearts, we know the order. You know, we, we've, we've told other people, you know, it's got to be God first and then family and then work if I have, you know, extra hours. And we know that gets jumbled up. Um, why do you think that's so hard? 
I mean, it's like we can write it down and say, hey, you know, God number one, you know. Okay. Uh, I know the answer to that one. (laughs) (laughs) See, I knew this podcast would raise our intellectual level. I'm selfish, and I do what I want first. That's the truth. Uh, I mean, we tell ourselves and our family that story that, well, i got to work all these hours. And the truth is, we work all those hours mostly because we like it and we get rewards there and yeah. we feel good about it. Yeah. And, you know, people think we're smart. We go home and our wife thinks we're stupid and, <laughs> and can't really put load the dishwasher without help. And, uh, and so, so where does God fit in that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm missing that part. Well, that's <laughs> where I go to pray to do it better. I suppose, oh, okay. uh, you know, you ask about where's God fit. I think that, that we're struggling a lot right now with the idea that God is, part of your uh discretionary time yeah and whenever something's discretionary it gets pushed off exactly and i think that's maybe we all start with god as discretionary yeah but if we can somehow move that to a requirement something that i have to do otherwise other things don't work yeah i think that's the only way you have a chance that is another thing is to make sure that your relationship with god and you're serving in your giftedness I think a lot of us get talked into serving in ways that we do, we hate yeah. because we're not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I, I think I, that's a future question we got here. So yeah. we're going to dig into that. All right. Okay. I'll wait. So, on. Mark, um, I'm going to ask you this. So, can you think of a time when God had to be first? You know, just something that was happening that, okay, before I go any further, I've, I've got to go to God on this one. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, recently. Um, my mom passed away in August and, um, it was somewhat unexpected, but you know, she had had some struggles Right. and my sisters, some of them were really struggling with it. And I, it, it made me realize I didn't, I had lost a parent in the past, but I didn't realize how difficult it was going to be. And then to see the effect on my siblings and yeah. how it was affecting them and, and how tense certain relationships were getting. And I just, you know, you have to dig deeper then and look, you know, like you said, put God first. It's funny when you mentioned that. Um, I journal every morning, right? And oh, there's and, discipline. <laughs> and, and the first thing I, well, I yeah. put five values and the first one is yeah. God first. And, it took me a while to, to for that to come to me. I used to journal it and be like, no, that's not right. But with time, it's like naturally became yeah. that. So I kind of digressed a little no, bit. No, no, that's a great way to look at it, though. So, Dave, I'm going to flip that around a little bit. Have you ever had a situation where you had to put work first? I mean, I just, there's no um, way saying it, but. Absolutely. There's deadlines and things like that. And yeah. sometimes you just have to. You know, grind a whole weekend away grading <laughs> stuff yep. Um, yep. to get it done. Um, and I don't like that part of the teaching anyway. So that's just difficult. And you're not yeah. happy or you're probably griping at everybody else in the family. Yeah, because you know in your heart of hearts, I've set aside my family. I've set aside God while I'm just concentrating on this, yes. this thing that's uh, definitely not high on the list. Yeah. So like in my heart, uh, I I do, I try and do everything, you know, as God would want me to, but I don't spend enough time with him, which is 
Uncle Sap. Yeah. Well, don't, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> you're not alone then. So, Dart, I'm going to ask you, can you say, uh, or what would you say the sacrifices that you've made or have made in the past in order to put God and family ahead of work? You ever, can you point to something in your career or something that's happened? In, in the world I worked in, I worked in a sales organization for a long time. And a lot of that is entertaining and a lot of that kind of thing. And, yeah. and I just got to a point that where I just said, well, I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to go home. Uh, you guys go to the topless bar and <laughs> entertain the customer. Yeah. I'm going to go home now. And, and I'm going to go to church on Sundays. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to teach my Sunday school. And I'm going to try to change that. Uh, I mean, I... I that happened, you know, as most important things do when you get really frightened. I, I changed a lot about my life when I thought I was having a heart attack. Oh. Turns out just had acid reflux, but you don't really know, don't know. at that time. <laughs> but Feels the same. I, I, spent a, I spent several days trying to figure out what was wrong with my heart, yeah. and it really gave me time to think, like, what the heck am I doing? Yeah. Well, and that, you know, I was in the same world. I didn't work for the same company you did, but I was in the same world. And you can get drawn into that. Uh, secular world where it's, hey, it's just expected, you know, you want your career to go further. And, and I know, Mark, you were in corporate America for a long time before you became an entrepreneur. So it's a similar type thing. And, and you know, there are pressures there that you've got to, you know, and sometimes it is a career altering thing. I'm just not going to do this. And if I don't get that next job, then, then so be it. Um, and I guess that kind of leads me to the next question. Um, and Mark, I'll ask you, I mean, What's helped you keep everything in perspective, you know, whether it's God, family, career, kind of that balance? What helps you? What helps you? Yeah, you know, the journaling, I think, is what really helped me. Um, mm -hmm. When I wake up in the morning, I'm tired, at, you know, because every day you grind it and you, you, yeah. you got family and everything else going on. And I found that if when I wake up in the morning, I go on a walk and I pray while I'm walking, I do a quick workout, take a shower, get a coffee, and I journal for a half an hour. And I'm surprised in that half an hour how calm my mind gets and how focused I get Wow! Yeah. for the day. And I find that that repetitive, those, those notes help my mind to be, it becomes a behavior, like a, a yeah. reflex, if you will, throughout the day. And yeah. And dealing with some of these clients, and there's some intense situations. Um, I've had this one client that um, he, he's a big-time CEO, and he's, he came into my office one day and said, you bring a calming presence that's extremely attractive. He goes, most wow. people don't do that. Wow. And I think it's part of that. Yeah. Wow, that's a great contribution. That's super. That's, a, that's a, you know, amazing. So, Dave, um, you know, sometimes when we talk about this, we, we, in effect, the way I've expressed it so far, it's kind of like, okay, God, family, work. We got three different things here. Mm -hmm. Where do you find that there's overlap in those? I would say there's a lot of overlap in, in all of them, especially, you know, raising children. And so the, the family aspect of, of showing what's most important uh, is always there. I mean, try and you know, resolve issues and, and do things according to what we think God wants us to do. Um, in school, I can't really do much overt yeah. 
stuff, but how you carry yourself and how you, you bet. Uh, afford people respect and things like that um, goes a long way. So I try and do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to audit one of your classes sometime. Come on in, might man. stick out a little bit. Who's that slow guy in the back? Isn't He's looking for engineers, so. He, has he been held back? Pep up. <laughs> so, <laughs> that'd be fun. That'd be fun. So let me, and this is kind of a similar question, but uh, Dart, I'll ask you. So this p- combining God with family and work, and uh, does that help you with prioritization in terms of keeping your priorities through? you want them i find that i behave the best when my family's watching me yeah candidly uh when when they pretty much always are (laughs) you know know, we laugh about this kind of thing but the truth is they are and you know the the things that we do speak so much louder than the things we say and if you know if your family sees that you spend time reading the bible if they see that you go to church, even if they declare that they're against everything you are, the truth is they're really watching you and learning yeah. from what you do. Yeah. And, you know, it's a little bit old fashioned, but I've always kind of thought that the role, my role in the home was as a leader and defender of the family. And, and I can't expect anyone to behave any better than I do. Sure. Uh, is, yeah. You know, well, and if you set a standard and don't live up to it, then that you don't have a standard at yeah. that point, obviously. <laughs> and you can't expect anyone else that. to have one either. Well, and the, the thing that gets me, it starts at a super young age. <laughs> I remember um, taking my boys when we used to go hunting, right? So it's kind of when you go hunting, you're, you're, you're not wearing business clothes. You're wearing camo. You're out in the wild. You're not in the house. So certain things change, you know, so... I don't know what, there was some deal that um, we're walking along, so I spit, you know, walk along the trail. Next thing I know, I hear the two guys behind me, <laughs> right? So, you know, Dad's spitting. I guess it's okay to spit here, you know. It's yeah, not good in the driveway or the living room, but it's okay out here, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, they watch you even when you're, like I said, when you're not even thinking about it. So, uh, so Mark, um, when it feels like your priorities get out of whack, what do you do to get things back on track? <clears throat> well, if, if it's a, a client issue, you got to just work through it, right? Yeah. Um, but um, it, to me, I, I'm pretty disciplined. Within a few days, um, I'll, I'll get back to uh, the routine. Um, in my mom's situation, over a few weeks, it was just horrendous. Yeah. And um, you just you look for little windows of, of, you know, peace, if you will, to kind of um, get into that well and just, you know, do the journaling, the praying, whatever you can. You just try to find the little safe spaces to do that. Yeah. Dave, do you have any mechanisms around that when things get out of whack? (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could just sit down and think thoughts, but my brain won't do that, so. (laughs) Um when I when I worked farther away, like I used to do, like a daily audio Bible podcast because it was it was the right length for the drive. And now I live like five minutes away from oh, school. Can't even get involved, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. And so then I'd have to just get up early. And who who likes that? Yeah, and, and you know, but, 
get out and start <laughs> journaling and working out and all right. that stuff oh, that I the can't. other guy does. I can't there. journal. Oh, it makes just us like look bad. <laughs> train of thought nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I've tried journaling uh, with basically spectacular unsuccess. You know, I've, <laughs> I've gone as much as a month journaling and then wow. just, just went off the tracks. Who knows? So uh, another question for each of you, and I want to really want to get this from each of you guys. Um, what does it mean to order those priorities, God, family, work? And then, um, and when you do have that in what you consider the proper order, you know, what effect does that have on your life? Now, Dart, I'll, I'll start with you. Well, I think that it, it's a little like being on an airplane, you know, when the, the mask drop and it says, put your mask on first before you take care of your kid. Yeah. Right. The, the truth is, is if I don't do things in the right order, things don't work well. But if, if and when I do it, if I take, you know, if I put God first and I, I do my work there and I do my exercise and take care of myself, I am so much more capable to do work at my job, right. to take care of my family. It, it's a self kind of deal. I mean, yeah. as you talked earlier about how do you get back into the routine when you got a whack and I, and I'll, I'll be real honest about it. I've struggled with anxiety and depression different times in my life. And when you're in that space, you don't want to do anything but wallow in what yeah. you're doing. It's yeah. just, but I know that there are steps I can take yeah. that I know I'll pray. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll write, I'll exercise and if I just do those things, even though I'm not feeling it a bit, I will start to get back on track. Yeah. If I will go through those rote steps, I'll get back to where I need yeah. to be. And then I'll become an effective, I'll become an effective husband, an effective parent, yeah. and an effective employee. Yeah. It's interesting, the perspective, because I've got, you know, if we go around the table, I've got an engineer, I've got a physicist, I've got a financial wizard, and a sales guy. I'm the sales guy, so I'm the weak stick in this bunch. <laughs> you know, so what do you you know, know? I've always had a problem. Every time sales guys tell me that, I then stop and say, how come you make more money than everybody else? I didn't say <laughs> I was stupid. Yeah, I just yeah, said yeah, I'm okay, weak. Okay, okay, I just want to so. point that out. It's not really quite true. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, Mark, how about you? You know, what, what does that mean uh, to order those priorities, and what effect does it have on you when you feel like you've got them in the proper order? I, you know, almost just say ditto what Dave, uh, Dart said. I, you know, it, to me, I guess to sum it up, it, it becomes more about quality versus quantity. Yeah. Um, when I was in big corporate America, I just worked all the time. Right. And my family suffered my spirituality suffered yep. and I was miserable. And, and, and the better you are at your job, the more is asked of you because they, Oh, this guy yeah. can get it done. So let's just pile <laughs> some more stuff on, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so now, you know, I still have a ways to go on putting God first, but I've come a long way and I find that everything else is more meaningful and, and there's just better quality in everything else I do. Yeah. That's excellent. Dave, how about you? I knew I was next. You can't say ditto. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from as long as I can remember just being a little kid, God has always been, you know, I'm doing everything for him. Um, and, and so I never feel like I'm gone from him or anything like that. Um, so he's always first, but my 
personal relationship we may you know struggle a little bit on like i'm in full acceptance mode but uh well like i said we don't talk a whole lot but yeah. what i try and do is just be an example mm-hmm. uh that other people can look up to yeah yeah and so and i that, guess and that feels right i guess when you're when you got them in order it feels right I mean, oh absolutely absolutely yeah. i mean and that's that's kind of where where i am i can certainly tell I think when uh, when I've let God get down to second or third place, I mean I can mm-hmm. feel it, even if I'm not consciously, you know, conscious of it, I can feel it, you know, and I know that uh, something's got to change, you know, something's got to get in there, and reorder stuff. So I do that, man, guys. Thanks a lot for being here. I really sure. appreciate it. This has been really, uh, I think, a tough topic. I mean, it's tough to me to to, to discuss. How do, how do you, it's easy to say it's hard to implement, hard to do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, I really, really do appreciate that. So there you have it. It's episode 11, believe it or not, of Men in Progress. We hope you were blessed in some way listening to our discussion, and you'll join us next time. Thanks to my brothers from Treach, Dave Parsons, Mark Check, and Dart West, and thanks for the team uh, that puts these podcasts together for us. As it says in Proverbs, as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. And that's the whole purpose behind this podcast. Thank you for joining this episode of Men in Progress. I'm Dave Casey. We'll see you next time. This episode of the Men in Progress podcast is sponsored by Treach Memorial United Methodist Church, where our mission is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. If you're in or near Flower Mound, Texas on any Sunday morning, we would love to welcome you to any of the TREAT services. Or you can follow our services anytime on our Facebook page or at tmumc.org.